Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets, brought to you by Standard Bank, your partner for growth on this continent we call home. Hashtag Africa Connected. Nakiwa Bakicha is in Nairobi. Hi, Nakiwa. How is your, 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 your coffee uh, this morning, your Kenyan coffee? It's absolutely fantastic, John. I mean, I'm an avid coffee drinker, so you don't send me to one of the destinations which produces some of the best coffee in the world. It is absolutely heavenly. Now, Kenya, as we know, has always been a big producer, John. It produces about 1% of uh, the annual world coffee crop around the world. It used to be the main foreign exchange currency earner for this economy, but that's changed dramatically over the past few years, John. Uh, What's happened is that there's been a great deal of competition, mismanagement of the sector to some degree. Also, competition uh, from local and global cartels putting the price down. So in its heyday, they were producing about 130,000 tons of a coffee crop. These days, it's about 50,000 tons. But I know from authorities that a lot has been done to try and remedy the situation so that Kenya is back up there amongst the world's top producers. But as to the quality itself, unshakable, the best in the world. I had a farm in Africa. What plans has Kenya put in place to recover from the tourism slump? It's put in a a number of plans, John, because as you know, Kenya has always been a huge tourism drawcard because of its wildlife and also its beaches in, in Mombasa. But Owing to the terror attacks that we saw in the recent past, those numbers have declined. But recently, we're hearing from Kenya's tourism authorities that the numbers are beginning to recover, especially this year. For example, there's been an increase of about 12% in visitor numbers just this year alone, figures of about 600,000 new visitors this year. And one of the reasons behind that is that um, they're introducing all sorts of incentives. For example, um, they're waiving visa fees. They're also waiving some of the entrance fees to some of the national parks, of which there are plenty in this country. So more and more people are starting to visit as well. What they've also started focusing on, John, is is uh, business conferencing as well. Um, Kenya has, you know, is the fourth largest UN city, if you will. So there are lots of diplomats, lots of officials working at UN agencies. So they tend to host a lot of conferences as well. So that's helping with visitor numbers uh, to this country. And Tech Tuesday, what does that mean? Where are you after today, uh, Nikiwe? We're calling our excursion Tech Tuesday today, John, because Kenya, of course, is positioning itself as the tech hub of the continent and the East Africa region. So a lot of our interviews and our visits will centre around that. We're going to go to the so-called Savannah Silicon Valley, where a lot of the innovation hubs are speaking to some of the young startups and, and exploring what new tech things are they're coming up with. Mark Zuckerberg was, was there earlier this year as well. And we're also going to be speaking to Safaricom, the big telco mobile firm, which came up with the innovative M-Pesa and speaking to other tech operators as well. So we're dubbing it Tech Tuesday because that's our focus today, John. Fantastic. Have a fabulous Tech Tuesday. That's Nikiwe Bakicha in Nairobi. For more on Nikiwe's travels, go to africaconnected.co.za. Uh, .702.co.za Standard Bank calls Africa home drives our growth combining their strong African presence with global capabilities they support the aspirations of clients looking for a banking partner who knows Africa Standard Bank has partnered with 702 on Africa Connected to give you in-depth first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets and the challenges and opportunities of doing business on the continent let Standard Bank be your partner for growth on this continent we call home